Welcome to 305 Radio. My name is Struck, and I'm here without Dre Mav today. But we have King Tetris, artist extraordinaire. That's me, Chad Chad. Peace, blessings. Yo, thanks for having me, man. No, not a problem at all. Thanks for, for be coming through and being part of the show. You actually came out to our 101.1 FM show, which is Saturdays on Two Box 101.1 FM community radio. How did you like that? No, it was cool. It was a good experience. I think like um, me getting out to the people and um, I believe that was your first one, right? That was the second one. I think. Oh, the second one. Oh, OK. Yeah. I thought I thought I was feeling special that I was able to pop the cherry <laughs> and, you know, start the start the, the you know, the trend. But yeah. um, no, it was extremely, extremely informative. Like, I thought it was just cool to be in there. You know, that's dope, man. That's dope. You know, yeah. I'll be honest. I, I think it was the first one. I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. yes! Cue my first time. That is what's up. That is what's up, man. So introduce yourself, Tetris. Go ahead. Let everyone know who you you are, where you come from, and what do you bring to the table. Yeah, of course. So peace, blessings, all the above. My name is King Tetris, born and raised here in Miami, lyrical uh, genius extraordinaire. Um, I like to rap a little bit. Um, You can find me pretty much everywhere, King underscore Tetris or King Tetris on your streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah. And why the name King Tetris? Um, so there's a couple stories that Tell are me the like, most popular one, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, what I tell people when people ask, but you know, like, I feel like we're close already. So, um, the, the name King Tetris goes down like this, um, like a game of Tetris, mm-hmm. no matter how you play it, mm-hmm. it's always about bars. Okay. Right? Okay. So no matter how you play this game of music or more, how much you want to rap or put whatever it's always going to be about bars so king tetris always about bars all right yeah yeah all right all right yeah yeah there's a funnier story but tell um, me a funnier story so growing up it got, like in miami um i was at like scott rico u center like on the beach okay, okay. so my parents were like, <laughs> well that scared me um my parents would drop me off um for summer camp or whatever right okay Yeah, so shoot, they would drop me off for summer camp, and uh, like I was on like eleven, twelve, mm-hmm. and I would go to these, go to like summer camp, and then they would have all the video games ready, right? Mm-hmm. So the kids from New York would always see me playing the game Tetris, right? Mm-hmm. So like when it came time that they needed like an extra body or an extra person to play ball or whatever, right. they would be like, "Yo, Tetris, yo, Tetris, come on the court, Tetris, Tetris, Tetris," and then like I tried my hardest. Mm-hmm. to make it not my rap name but then like by that time i got to like high school everybody already called me tetris so like i've got a cool story and then like the story i'm not necessarily fired up about but i yeah. mean it's organic though you know what i mean it's 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 like the streets gave you that name this is true it's true it's true it was i'm happy that they didn't give me like a really terrible name oh you know that would have been awful bro you know what i mean like then i had to like live and die by that you know what i'm saying like what, what would have been your second option I tried. I tried to make my name Parable, but then like I met Parable. Um, I was gonna say. Yeah, like yeah. I met him at a jam. Um, this is like pre-global internet days, so I thought to myself, man, that's a great name. Yeah. And then um, I shout went to like Parable. a shout out to Parable. Shout my guy Sammy Delgado. Um, I like did. I went to a b-boy jam, and that's how I met like half of the MCs here when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and Parable actually was battling, I think, Serum. Parable and Serum, and then mm-hmm. like on the opposite side, it was like 
recognize and SoCon on the yeah. other side. Yeah, I still remember that because I was like, damn. That is funny, man. You just you just brought me back because not a lot of people know this, but Parable was deep in Miami hip hop. Oh no, he was that guy. He like, was he was everywhere, bro. Was Shout out guy. to Parable, man. I haven't seen that dude in years, but I tell you now, homie has has resonated in in the scene for so long that shoot you bringing them up now yeah i mean like i i remember growing up and this is where i think like this is like my how miami i am um going to these jams and they used to be at like they had them used to be at like gas stations on the inside where they would clear everything out yeah. or like yeah. little uh youth centers parks anything right anything and um i will pop up and this is right when i just started falling in love with hip-hop Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew breaking wasn't going to be for me. I knew it. My head's too big. My body's too small. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't. It's just not for me. So okay. um, the MC thing just was always, like, gravitated towards me. And I just remember, like, I went to this jam. It was um, Garcia was mm-hmm. the guy that, like, was performing. Like, mm-hmm. the, the artist, of course. you know, um, that he was performing then. And then, like, they, like, try to, like, play it that, like, Garcia – was like the underground pit bull kind of thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the you remember this era? Technically he was, man, because what happened with Garcia was up next mm-hmm. in in all in in all sense of the term, right? He was uh he was making a lot of noise with Crazy Hood. Mm-hmm. And as an artist, man, he was just he kept Garcia's got a lot of a lot of albums out, man. A lot yeah, of no, work I, out. I remember. So I, I remember don't, I don't the know how, I don't know why it didn't pan out, but you know, Garcia was that dude. Yeah, so I I'm, I'm not taking nothing from him. I'm just saying I remember it like that was a storyline. And um, I remember just listening to these MCs like H2O, Serum, um, Recognize, Parable, uh, Soulcon, and then like all this stuff, right? And just thinking to myself like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be this good. You know what I'm saying? And then like them, I remember Catalyst would pop off and I would go do, shout out Catalyst. So I would go to Catalyst on Saturdays like to work on my rhymes and Obviously, you know that like they had um, three floors, right? Yes. So like the second floor was where like the MCs would go, but then like in the beginning it was only that one first floor big room, mm-hmm. and um, my friends and I. This is like we got to be fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Okay. We would take two. I would take two buses to get there from my from my crib to to get to Miami Springs, right? Oh, from where to Miami Springs? So well, I would take it. Well, usually from my boy's crib. So we would take the, by like Alapata, like 36th Street. To Miami Springs? Yeah, but it was like two buses. It wasn't that, it's not as, like it, like the way our bus systems are, ter- they're terrible here. Yeah. So it was only two buses. It took maybe 45 minutes, 45 minutes. But to come home, you would have to take the Metro Rail. You would have to like get to downtown and take the Metro Auto. So yeah. um, we would go to these jams and I was still working on my rhyme and still working on, you know, having it and like, mm-hmm. that's why I have so much respect with H2O and um, their whole little crew is because like when I was a little kid, they were like, yo, no, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those hip hop love stories, you know? Yeah, man. Shout out to H2O. I got, I got some dope stories about H2O. Really? Yeah, man. Like, I love H2O's that. show has been... Um, it shows one of those cats that was always in the hip hop scene, always in every MC battle, every cipher he was a part of. Uh, him would recognize and just a slew of artists, man. Like it was, it was the scene was thick. Mm-hmm. It just no one saw it. You know what I mean? And that's a gift and a curse. 
the gift because we you know if if you were privy to be part of it you bore witness to to some dope history you know what i mean but if you weren't then you know that's the curse <laughs> yeah no i mean like uh history is always like 2020 you know what i mean like you yeah. can always look back and um i was talking to shoddy about this and um he was just saying that how much like how deep the scene was mm -hmm. when he was in his like 20s like 20s Mm -hmm. early 30s you know what i'm saying like how deep the talent was but then obviously life happens people get married people exactly. you know the scenes and like there's not as many clubs or place places in miami now that you can just walk in and just rhyme you know what i'm saying well yeah because but that's mainly because if you look at miami in itself it's a tourist hub tourists don't come out to miami to hear dudes rap you know what i mean it's it's like it's not like old school new york where you were, you'd go out there and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I hope I run into Gangstar. Mm -hmm. I could go see uh, uh, Guru. I could go see uh, Jeru. I could go see Premier. I could mm -hmm. go see A, B, and C artists just jam out at a dope New York club. But it's not like that here. You know, here people want to party. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's it's it's a hundred percent true, man. Like you don't, you really don't get that that kind of love here. Well, artist development now most times is like in the strip club. So like yeah. most of my friends that are, you know, doing music, they test records most of the time in the strip club, right? Because mm -hmm. that's where you, they'll give you an opportunity, of course. you know? So like I have all these artists that are super lyrical, super like essence hip hop, but now I've switched over to a different genre just simply because like there's no home for it here. Yeah, you know, that's so, the unfortunate part. Yeah, no, I mean like, I'm I'm I struggle with that often because I feel like most of my fan base um, isn't in Miami, mm -hmm. right? And like I I had the conversation with Shadi, like, yo, how do you balance that? You know, as somebody who's so for Miami, so screams everything Miami, 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 um, it's hard for me to kind of digest that fact that like this may not be the place that's gonna pop me off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's tough. Like, I mean, I remember going back from school, like going to Jazz Aid on South Jazz Beach. Jazz Aid on the beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could go into Jazz Aid and, like, you know, I forget homegirl's name, but you could throw her, like, I think it was Vanessa or not, uh, Natasha, something like that, because she used to run Vagabond as well. Oh, my God, Vagabond. See, I'm not, like, new Miami. Like, I'm old Miami, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, Vagabond, I used to go to there and rock. Um and they had a dope ass uh, open mic kind of series mm -hmm. that you used to be able to do. So you see, you could really work and build and connect like three, four times a week, like mm -hmm. if you really wanted to, you know. So. And what 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 do you think is uh the main reason why Miami is the way it is with its music? I think I think it has two things. I think that there's more people who like dope music like mm -hmm. the, the th stuff that makes you think then people lead on um i think that it's the social media era so like everybody's let, let more conscious of people's attention so like mm -hmm. developing trains of thought that come out on records like if you listen to it like we'll use trick daddy as yeah. a as an yeah. example right um thugs are us or book of thugs he has like the quintessential hits like take it to the house you know shut up that type of thing yeah. right which is like the joint right uh -huh. um but 
he also has like joints on there like America and all that other and stuff. And that's you know? not that's a little too deep for the for commercial. That's radio. what I'm saying. Yeah, so you're like right. he has he has those joints, but America is still a that's a very Miami joint. Very right. But then he has everything else. So like I think I think the the more access we've gotten, because if what bothers me the most is that I don't think that I'm that different, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what people, you know, say to me all the time. It's like, yo, like, you're different. Like, I can just feel something different. And I'm like, no, I ain't that different. I'm just sticking to my guns. Like, I'm just going to do music that I like. Like, I'm going to do things that make me happy. And if other people rock with it, cool. But, like, I'm not going to do a drill record. Like, I just, my voice is too high. You know what I mean? I got a high-pitched voice. My name's Gregory (laughs) Owens III. Like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. I, I just can't do that. So... Um, I think South Florida, I think the emergence of that, like those second and third generation or those f- second generation, like Latin and Latin culture, or like even an island music where like reggaeton took like a humongous like push in the early 2000s. Right. Mm-hmm. So like those kids who would have automatically just been listening to hip hop and creating hip hop mm-hmm. created hip hop in their ways. And that reggaeton. Right. Yes. So then in, in in that same token, 90% of the people here are Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. So now 90% of the clubs reggaeton. are reggaeton, yeah. right? So I always say when you go to, we used to be able to go to Wynwood and you might be able to run into a Gangstar record. You mm-hmm. might be able to hear Jay-Z, Nas, all like golden era shit at Wood or something mm-hmm. like that, right? But now it's either like Little Baby or Bad Bunny. There's really no middle ground, right? Like yeah. it's either... Little uh, Bad Bunny or a Little Baby or Drake, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? But that's just the. I think that that goes that goes ahead and shows you where the DJ's at, where what the DJ sees as what moves the crowd, in the sense, right? But I want to go back to what you had said that it's crazy how you you don't expect to gain the support of Miami to pop out of Miami, Mm -hmm. uh, to pop in Miami, right? Yeah, no, but at least as an observer throughout the years. And this is, you know, and this is looking at May Day, the May Days. Yes, May Day. So shout out Stuck to Stuck on an Island was my shit. Tell me that. No, but hold up. Stuck on an Island was that record that was all Miami. Like, tell me you didn't feel like you were stuck on an island no, 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 Shout out, Plex. No, no. Pass the 45. Wreck. Pass the 45. Yeah, man, that, that album is amazing. Give me bro. that beat because of the... Well, Mayday is one of my favorite bands ever. So let's stick that to that. That era was ill. You had like Mayday and Artificial popping yeah. off at the oh, same time. Shout out to Artificial. Shout- love them boys. Pick City Bright Lights and the type of the dream. Dark Avenue. You know what I love about Artificial? They drop an album like every blue moon. And out of left field too. And it's the, super dope. The saxophone player was my music music teacher at Columbus. Shut the front door. I swear to God. That swear. boy is dope. No, like like I I uh, I never um I can't remember his name though right now. It's it's, it's gonna I'm gonna burn it out, uh, burn it out, uh, burst it out like in the middle of a conversation. But um, I remember like we graduated high school and we the, we found Mayday in Artificial the same time because like where was that club that was in Midtown that was like um, underneath the like oh that was um, um you know what I'm talking about I threw so, a show there you know what I'm talking about there I threw a show there it's um and it was like in the cut like in the corner there. I forgot. It's like now the design district, but it's back then it was It's a design district, and it's under the overpass. Yes. Literally under the yeah, overpass. Yeah, but like people I forgot, didn't. man. I forgot. 
people didn't um but that see, we're, we're old miami like yeah. people are gonna be like oh what like next to louis no bro no. this was <laughs> this was like you didn't even have to pay for parking like there was no parking meters it was just there, this is before the parking meters mm-hmm. were under that whole lot yeah, yeah, yeah that was it's not the stage Mm-mm. it's although the stage the is stage dope. was dope too damn bro damn, the stage, the stage was, dope. was dope too that, that was, was a dope Ill. spot a dope spot. And now Damn, it's like a gym. Bro. Now it's like a gym. It's, it's like UFC. I mean, you're old Miami. I where, can, bro. Where, I, where you been? How come now's when I'm hearing about you making music, bro? So this is, I tell people this all the time. Like, it's not that I was vacant. I was dormant. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I was, I went to school in Tallahassee. So oh, that's right. okay. um, when I left high school, I first went to school in Alabama. Uh-huh. I came back for like three weeks and then I went to school in Alabama. I mean, uh, uh, Florida State. So like that whole era of like when I would y'all would have heard me, you I was out. I was out of town. So I didn't even take and I mean this in the most like humble way. I had a lot of cool shit happen to me in school, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of cool shit happened to me when I was going to school in Florida State, like musically wise, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I never took it serious. Like I never like really that's took a, it serious yeah that's a different world you altogether know? when you don't take things yeah, serious. yeah i did yeah. it i just was like this is like something cool i like to do yeah so then it was not until two years ago uh-huh. okay when quarantine popped off and i'm stuck in my house for 24 hours a day i was the time i was my girlfriend at the time lived in um new york mm-hmm. so like i was literally in my house by myself 24 hours a day so H2O and I used to, he would invite me to the ciphers because he remembered me from a little kid. Mm-hmm. He invites me to the ciphers and he's like, yo, keep, you know, like, why the hell have we never gotten a Tetris album? Okay. Uh-huh. He said that to me on a Monday. Okay. Uh-huh. I reached out to my homie Backpack. I reached out to my homie Mighty Healthy, Draz, um, a whole bunch of like producers like locally. Yeah. They sent me the beats. Okay. That's, I don't mention, he challenged me on a Monday. That next two weeks, my guy, Triple Z, and I, we were just practicing. I hadn't even recorded a verse in, like, maybe six years. So, like, I had to get comfortable, like, just rhyming on beats again. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. I drop, and then we go to the studio with Miami Beatwave. Shout out to Beatwave. Shout out to Beatwave. He's going to be on the show sometime soon. Oh, that's my guy. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to see him tomorrow. So, I see Miami Beatwave, and then I come into his studio fresh raw like i don't he know don't know anything mm-hmm. i mean he's just like you want this you want that i'm like i don't know anything about pitch tone i don't, I don't know none of that shit mm-hmm. press play let me just go we recorded my whole album in two sessions okay put it out and then we hit like five hundred thousand streams so nice. like there's literally no reason why this popped outside of like a we caught lightning in the bottle yeah. Like at the right time, people, you know, all that other stuff. You time, know, it, they, people say it's all about timing, bro. It and is, it's not bro. your timing; it's the universe's timing. It's the universe's timing. That so it's amazing. And I say it like, bro, I had a lot those past two years have had been so much growth, um, from like a just a personality standpoint yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's all it's been crazy. Bless God. What's up? Um, it's good, bro. Nice. So, for me, it was like, my I, bro two years ago i had a uh, birthday on monday oh right? happy birthday oh thank you bro appreciate it so i had a reminder of my birthday from four years ago okay and i was like who the fuck is that guy because i didn't even i didn't even recognize him i did not recognize myself okay right? so okay. like i also didn't i never could grow a beard 
until mm-hmm. I dropped my arm. I grew a beard. I had no tattoos, right? I was like 40 pounds heavier than I am now. Okay. Okay. So like tons of growth just personally wise. And like I people ask me all the time, like, oh, well, because I'm single. They're like, oh, well, how do you feel about dating and all this other stuff? And I say like up until two years ago, I didn't even know who I was. That like this music shit helped me frame who I wanted to be moving forward. And I would never go back. That's right? amazing. That's a great story. So like that's that that's why I would say like I'm so possessive and so obsessed with this shit mm-hmm. because like this it really did save me. Not in a way where I'm gonna make a million dollars, not in a way where um I'm you know, I'm doing it for the women or the popping bottles or chains or any of that type of shit. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely because like once I found that, I was able to recognize that like nothing else I did mattered. So all those ex-girlfriends that it like we were going into dead end relationship after mm-hmm. repeating dead end relationship, I sent apologies to them. Like, yo, my bad, bro. It's a little much, bro. No, but hear why. Hear me out though. Why? Hear me out why. <laughs> I said I sent them I sent them apology apologies, not because like to rekindle, but like, yo, like my bad because I didn't know who I was and there's no way you could make me happy before. Because I like I didn't even know what made me happy. So like you trying to burden like making me happy, it was never gonna work. That's like a twelve step alcoholic move, bro. I mean, you know, but you're addicted to like your your routine as an adult. You know it's what I'm saying? That's true. why you say like, oh, once you're old, you can't change. You know what I'm saying? Like as you true, yeah. So, so like, you made a conscious effort to go ahead and, and uh apologize mm-hmm. for the, the wrong you did. Yeah, and then the album was like me apologizing to myself, like, yo, like you wasted some time you you did all that but like now you're here what are you gonna do with this new chance like that's why i talk about destiny and fate and hope and all that stuff so much in my my rhymes because like um by the way i mean can i give you an exclusive yeah, okay cool because so it's we were dropping some shit called dating in miami mm-hmm. so first date that came out last year was about destiny right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um destiny would you wait for me if i was late to pick you up on our very first date right mm-hmm. um so destiny everyone has one right everybody's like oh this is my destiny mm-hmm. but destiny can't just be for you because everyone has one mm-hmm. so the girl that you're probably obsessing about she's probably for the streets right <laughs> she's probably for the streets because everyone has one right everyone has a hosky everybody has a destiny everybody has that girl that's like you think that you're obsessed with but like you really you're you're trying to get her to give you an opportunity right okay that's never it never works okay Mm -hmm. that's why half of the people i know that are married the woman that they're married to in the most respect in the most respectful Uh way is never the baddest chick they've ever fucked it's never it's never it just never happens that way right yeah it never happens it never happens okay never happens so what happens after you date someone who's super toxic you date someone who's super safe right or continue the toxic traits if you're smart you pick somebody who's different there we go right um and that's called hope because you hope it works out all right like you're hoping for better but you don't understand why it's you're not fired up about it like your parents like her (laughs) your friends like her everybody fuck bro Uh, you gotta fucking uh, wife this chick bro you gotta uh, wife this chick and um, you gotta wife this chick, and then like it doesn't work out that way. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Then um, 
fate is like who you actually end up with it's like the accumulation of like all of it so we're calling it dating in miami and it's like awesome i used to love her shit like you're not gonna know i'm talking about girls or any of that but like there's a lot of messaging between it we're doing like a three song ep we're gonna drop that well i hope you don't get in trouble after this this podcast boy i'm okay with it i'm okay with it i'm teflon (laughs) i'm teflon i'm teflon I'm Teflon. Oh, you know what I'm saying? She's for the streets. She's for the streets. You know what I'm saying? How you ain't got no AC, but you got an OnlyFans. I'm Ooh. supposed to be loyal when I ain't your only man. Ouch, the him. picture you painted is tainted. Let's rearrange it. You know what I'm saying? Some Tetris bars. Yo, just keep going. <laughs> Let's rearrange it. You and I take time to just replace it. I'm so close to happiness. I could taste it. Mm. Yeah. Damn, boy. So close. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, that you speak from a, a place that's been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. You've already touched on old Miami, which you caught me off guard with. <laughs> you know what I'm Shout saying? Shout out to the stage. Shout out to Vagabond. Oh Shout God. out to Purdy. Shout out you to Club IO. Uh, yes. Shout out to Pawn Shop. Shout Pawn out to Shop. Um, wow. Oxygen. Shout out to 609. Shout out to Madhouse. Oh right madhouse like oxygen i got i got literally bars like all if most of my songs if you're gonna people are gonna like if you're not from miami you're gonna miss on some of these some of these uh bars i got oh my you god know what I'm saying? Nah, but i mean like it's one of those things where if you know people that that, that don't know they're gonna want to know yeah you know what i'm saying because yeah, yeah. think about it when we were younger we were in the scene we were like what the hell did he just say? Yeah. And they rewind. We're rewinding the, rewind the, the song, and try to ask someone. Yo, you from New York, right? What's this mean? Right, right, right. Where is this place? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think that'll have that effect to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so what what are the what are some of the Miami artists that that you use as motivation? Oh my god, it really starts and ends with Shadi. Like, <laughs> like let's no, like it, it's not because like he's my boy or anything but in the most real way for my type of hip-hop like the shit that i like to listen to there is not one single person in this city that raps better consistently than he does right i agree with that and um i like him so him and i he got uh, shoddy in um uh the human sushi podcast gave me their my Mm -hmm. first shot right i didn't know he was him like i didn't know he was him because remember i was gone i was gone so i didn't know that he was that guy so then he starts putting shit out and i'm like what the fuck is happening i actually just was with shoddy last like last week going over records with him and um it really starts and ends with him like there's tons of great artists here and like tons of people i really respect but it really starts and ends from a cadence standpoint from a spacing standpoint Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. like how he creates punches within punches yeah he does you know what i'm saying like that's a different rhyming style and him and i have two songs he's he gave we did one like randomly and um it actually did really 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 well undefeated and then we just did another joint called travolta and um jackson off of like the pulp fiction kind of like storytelling type of shit okay and um I, I literally had to like pull my pants up, right? And I think like I'm a pretty punch heavy rapper, but I was like I had to pull my fucking pants up to get on with him. So he puts a lot of pressure on my pin just simply because like 
I I know how good he is, and he doesn't. The crazy thing is, he doesn't even realize how good he is. All right, like. He does not understand. And even with he his does. cocky shit, he he's a cocky shit. Okay? He um, Shadi, we know you know. He he's 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 fucking so good. I also really enjoy Mowgli, uh, Money Mowgli. Shout out Mowgli. Um, I got a new album out. Yeah, I just bought it. I fire, bought it today. Fire, him, fire. him and I got a joint coming called Pick Up the Phone um, that's going to be on the album on some like 3-6 Mafia type shit. That's what's up. Um, so I love Mowgli. I also fuck with... Um, Let's see, my guy Triple Z, his energy. He's like on some like Spanish ODB shit. Uh-huh. Um, Cash, uh, his name's Cash Raps. He's pretty good. Um, let's see, who else? Du Ivan, I like Du Ivan. Du Ivan, shout out to Ivan. Um, oh, my guy Cool or Fresh, his name's Cool Rula. Okay. His he's like Miami's Kid Cudi. Like, if you had to, like, think of Kid Cudi, but if he was from here, he is stupid talented. He's got a joint come on that just came out called Nice Trip. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, tomorrow when I see Beat Wave and Shoddy, all these people, him and I are recording a joint called um, Energy. Okay. So, I really, for me, like, you have to do something that I'm not capable of doing or doing things that I can do, but just better than me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Cash is incredible at spacing as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it really kind of starts and ends with with Shoddy. Like there's, Shoddy's dope, man. He's so good, bro. Yeah. Shout out to Shoddy. He knows he's dope too. No, he's yeah. Now yeah. I mean, being being old Miami, then mm-hmm. you know, bleeding into new Miami and finally putting music out. You've had you've been exposed to a lot of different types of producers from mm-hmm. the city. Tell me about the production on your projects, and why you chose these people. Uh so kind of goes like this like on out of tokens we kind of just used excuse me we used um maybe four producers um it was draz um or citation sounds who he did two joints we had dj pain one he did two joints we had uh my guy backpack um phallic and some those are just like people some of those other play beats i just found and like i really pride myself on picking good production like okay. that's that's like my thing okay um so then on this album my guy mighty healthy um he's from here and he put me on a compilation last year with on king mighty um part two he put me on a compilation with a whole bunch of like killers mcs like just incredible mcs okay and um so he gave me a couple beats but it's like new age boom bap so like it's not so redundant it's a lot going on Mm -hmm. um so i used a lot of those beats um and then like i wanted to get a current sound Mm -hmm. so i challenged like some of these drake-ish artists kind of beats to kind of say like let's make some like hip-hop beats like some boom bap shit so um i wish i could tell you it's just one person but it's like we had a camp almost like say like we're gonna pick and choose but beat wave has been he's the magic wand so like if he doesn't fuck with it if he don't like it then we don't do it you know what i'm saying like i wish i wish i had more control over it but it's basically where like if he doesn't like it then we just won't do it that's good man yeah that's what's up no like that's just kind of how it is if you don't if you don't vibe then we don't we don't we don't do it let me tell you beatway's been doing making a lot of moves for a long time mm-hmm. so you definitely taking his advice means something 
yeah i mean i don't i don't pretend to be to know a lot about this so i just know that i won't be outworked i won't like people i'll allow people to say that they like someone better Uh i'll allow someone to say that like this they like this this is more their energy or more their vibe but like i cannot allow someone to say like i don't work or that you know that my output is not what it is you know and how do you feel how do you feel about just the way you're utilizing the technology now i mean you got Mm. your you got the business of music handled in the back end right and then you have to put out your music in the front end tell me a little bit about that so it's like a it's like a thankless and victimist crime so it's it's double-edged sword basically so when you think about it previously you could go like hand to hand and meet your meet your um clientele right so like if you do a show you have cds people are buying them right Mm -hmm. like that would be direct reflection of like your success but because music and technology is so silical it's like it's harder to to get a gauge on where you should be putting your thumb right Mm -hmm. so like for me i i'm trying to use technology to the best i can i've created subscription list i've done campaigns i've hired people to run my social media all that stuff but the because there's so many people doing it now it's like there's no gatekeepers so like the the barriers to entry are a lot lower got it so like it's so hard to get anything done Mm -hmm. because like i imagine again i wasn't there but i imagine when like all these other dudes were coming up there was like four or five dudes in the city that could break artists like that were enjoyed like well, that's what we have fun yeah. flex and k yeah. slay and all these people right yeah. or dj fn down here or um what was that other mixtape dj that i used to buy shit off pd pd um apex is it apex dj apex i think his name is dj apex yeah i think it's dj apex so we had all these all these other mediums and people controlled that so if you got that cosign that meant so much more Mm -hmm. right um and then now when you have as an artist like djs don't play new artists djs don't break talent right so like it's not a thing anymore it's just that doesn't happen definitely not a thing anymore it doesn't happen they wait for you to be like a million stream guy before they're like let me help help you what was the last artist you heard broke on the radio let's be real like the radio mm. broke that artist. I think it was Rick Ross. Hustling. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't remember. I yeah, yo, but I mean, I stopped very... listening to the radio, like regular radio, a long time ago. Yeah. So then that's another thing. Yeah, so that's, like that's another I, thing. Exactly. I like uh, he's from West Palm. Um, K Camp. Yeah. They did. I love K Camp. They did something for him, but it's not long standing. Like there's never since Ross. Like, Ross and Pitbull were the last two Miami artists, like, hardcore Miami artists, to get put on, put on. Not yeah. like, hey, you're doing good. Let's get you at the show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not, I don't mean, like, that cosign. I mean, like, here's a fucking um, Timberland beat. Here's a, you know, Swiss you Beats beat. You have a whole beat, radio you know? station behind you mm-hmm. that, ha- that doesn't happen anymore. No. And I think that... I'm lying. I have listened to the radio, right? But you know, you 92. have the seven though. You yeah, 101.1. <laughs> hey, I, I love that, bro. Now I love know. that. I now love you that. Know. Um, Give this man the bag. He needs the bag. Hand it over, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing, like when we, when you think about it, like the last record I thought 
a, a DJ was trying to break was a reggaeton artist. But he sounded like every other artist. Like, there wasn't anything that was sticking out like a sore thumb that you were like, yo, who is this? You know what I mean? And I think that that's where there's going to be a resurgence in our type of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's great. us. Yeah. It's so, so I think to your point, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I got super excited. It was like, um, the problem with 99% of these artists is that, like, they don't, they're just not themselves. So mm-hmm. they just copy, there's like a formula. So they just do the same flow, the same chop, same everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not timeless. It's not like withstanding. The reason why people hold the golden era so much is because like, let's just talk about New York rhyming was that each borough had different styles of rhyming. Yeah. Right. Each place had a different style, like West coast rap, New York Mm -hmm. rap, like Mm -hmm. down South rap. Everybody had a different style of rapping because the access to hear other shit was not a radio was syndicated. So like you didn't hear a lot of New York shit. You didn't hear a lot of down South shit. You just heard what, was in your thing and that's why like the mixtapes where people could travel like the uh, um of your city those mixtape djs ran the, the scene and it was great know? to see to find a mixtape that wasn't even remotely close to your city that, i loved it bro it was great i loved you it get a, you get a california mixtape you get a new well here in miami you got new york mixtapes mm-hmm. and it was just one tape after the next you only found certain freestyles on only on the, sur- on, on specific some of the sort of tapes mixtapes. yeah yeah you know, I wish was... I had my old fucking, like, my old tape deck. Yeah. Right? Of, like, my sister, she's mid-40s, mm-hmm. maybe late-40s. So she she grew up, like, in the golden era of hip-hop. So she had all of these crazy mixtapes from being mm-hmm. in college and her friends working college radio and shit like that, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I wish I had that and could, like, transfer that into my computer, you know what I mean? So I could <laughs> yeah. have it. Yeah. Um. Overall, can I, can I ask you a controversial opinion? Can I ask Do you it. a controversial Do opinion? Okay, so I saw this on TikTok, and um, I don't disagree. Okay. Okay. The position was sorry. The position was that Tupac is not top ten. Okay. Okay. We're talking not impact. We're talking just sure rapping capabilities. Okay. Just sure rapping capabilities. Mm-hmm. Do you think Tupac is top 10? No. Yeah, me either. But that's it. But, you know, let me, I have to quote someone though. Um, producer Drop, Drop Dead Beats, shout out to Drop. Um, we were talking about this once and he, he made a very valid point. He said, look, man, you, you may feel like you have your top 10 artists, your top 10 MCs, but that's your yeah. top 10 MCs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like what you felt for all those MCs, for all those artists, for the songs that made an impact, like when Black Star came out, that album made a huge impact in my life. Um, you know, you have. That was my first ringtone that. Um, which respi- one? Wait, not respiration? respiration. That's the one, two, three one, right? Or that's inspiration. No. One, two, three. That was my first, my first ringtone. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's uh i don't think that's i forgot the name of it bro but yeah like that album was was incredible right so if i put most deaf and quali on my top 10 he might they might not make it on yours so it's it's all in perspective because for for what it's worth Pac, when he came out with with digital underground 
when he was like, when I come around with the underground, da, 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 and he was murking it. He was that ill. Was, Ill that was, if he would have stuck to that cadence. Yo, but he didn't need to. Then he came out to Apocalypse Now and murdered everybody. Yo, I'm telling you, like. It, it doesn't touch Brenda me. Brenda had a baby. Um, all these songs that he dropped. But, and, th- but to me, those are not. Those are, those are like poetic songs, right? He is not, to me, personally. When we're talking just the skill of rapping. Just the skill of rapping i don't believe outside of like him being poetic like we 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 confuse sometimes like the words versus the impact okay now when i talk about pure rapping ability i think buster rhymes is a better rapper than tupac right i think Ludacris is an incredible rapper right but his impact is not there, right? So, like, that's why people love, like, the Jay-Zs, the Nas, the Biggies, all that, because their impact was bigger than what, what right, those are. Well, hold on, hold on. All right, I get you on this, right? And I agree. Pac wasn't the most lyrical. That's he, all I'm saying. He wasn't the most lyrical, but that's not that that's not a factor in him being a top 10 artist. Because at the same time, think about it. That's if, fire. I got you. it. Yeah, that... You know what I mean? I know, like the people, like can't see this, but like there was a like a light bulb that just went off in my head, like Bing. as he said it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it, so it, he he's he's a, being a top ten artist doesn't mean that we're gonna take away from his from his skill set. You know what I mean? Because you gotta give him, you gotta give respect where respect is, is is earned. And he 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 ran it. He ran it. Shit, he got out of prison with twenty albums deep, ready. So although they might not have been the most lyrical, like think about it, the Biggie diss, no one knows the rest of the song, only his, his part, his verse. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Outlaws, that's cool, away, that's uh, dope. Yeah. <laughs> but no one, as soon as Pac's done, they mix the song out. A DJ will mix the song out. You, uh, myself, bro, as soon as Pac's done, I turn the song off. <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to diss Outlaws, it's just they're not my cup of tea. Okay. That I don't see them as lyrical and as, as MCs. So who name me your favorite rap groups or duos? Favorite rap groups and duos. Yowzers, bro. Let me see. Uh, we don't have to put like a number on it, but I'm just trying to understand. I like, mean, because you said you already said Blackstar. Yeah, I love Blackstar, man. I love um, ooh, a duo. Or it could be groups, duos. I love, it just can't be one person. I love hieroglyphics. Okay. Sons of Mischief. Um, them boys always hit back to back. They were going back and forth all the time. You have um, Organized Confusion, Pharaoh Manch, and uh, Prince Prince Poe, mm-hmm. I think, I, if, if memory serves right. Like, those old school MCs that, were, that had that, that gift of gab where they could go back and forth and just keep picking up and keep hitting each other with it. That's what I loved, right? Now... I'm very, you know, it, it changes. Like right now, er, today, I would point out Run the Jewels. I love Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels, you have LP and Killer Mike. Just hit, yo, they just go back and forth like they're, like they're Siamese twins. It's the, the greatest odd couple of all time. Absolutely. They're, I love them dudes. They are, there is no cognitive reason why both of them are so good together. At all. There's none. It, there, it doesn't, it, it, it defies all common sense. Um, for me, my, my favorites would be, hmm, 
sorry. Mob Deep. I like Mob Deep. Love Mob Deep. Um, Fuji's. Okay. Um, the Roots. Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Um, Outcast is number one though for me. Yeah, Outcast, Outcast is, is. You can't go wrong with Outcast, well, bro. I'm I'm big on like soul samples and like mm-hmm. funk samples. That's like my thing. Mm-hmm. So like they are the gods of that for me. Um, and I mean, even when they split up, they kept that vibe about same, them. Yeah. Um, Three Six Mafia, Project Pat. Excuse me, they didn't split up. They did. They went and did their own projects. So I I had this conversation all the time. I'm like. People always say that Andre 3000 is like, you have to put him up there as one of the best rappers of all time, right? Yes. Yes. But to me, I believe that Kendrick is more Andre 3000 than he is anything else. Like, I I believe that if you break break down, like, just the... um, Buoyancy, the the how they dress, their difference in delivery, cadences, and like how they pick different pockets of flows. That's very Andre three thousand than it is anything else, right? Okay. And then I believe that like Drake would be considered like the Jay Z of this era. Yes, right? I agree with that. I he, agree with that. Because like you can't lie, Drake has some bangers. Right, but it's not. He doesn't come up on every song, and you're like, "Damn, he just was the most crazy shit I've ever heard." But see, hold you on. Know? But that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Drake sings a lot. He's poetic. So if you're gonna not put Pac, yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I, I hear you like i hear you you're hitting me with logic and reason and i but hate no, it no. i hate it sir don't you dare hit me with logic and this reason. interview is over jesus Christ, i'm about to throw my fucking phone across the, the, the this shit but see but that's the whole thing like drake you, but all things aside like you're right drake was if there was to be a jay-z of a generation it'd mm-hmm. be drake yeah J- drake there's no Jay-Z. way around it um i say drake jay-z Three stacks would probably be um, Kendrick to me, for me, just for me. Mm-hmm. And then I have like Cole. Like, I don't like making this like Nas contra- like connection, right? Because personally, I think he makes better music. Like, and Nas? He makes better music. He's not a better rapper. Okay. He makes better music because Nas picks terrible beats. <laughs> Nas it okay. might be the best rapper of all time that has picked he has the worst ear for production of all time of anyone else in the history of mankind you know right bro like I can I could agree with you he on that ta- for, for all, a lot of things like all his best beats are by god level production people yeah. right but like anytime like king's disease i was like huh it was okay hitboy like tried his best to kind of capture that same like energy mm-hmm. but like not just wasn't for me um but i always often like have those conversations with like real hip-hop enthusiasts like mm-hmm. i would like i i would pay mega money to go see kendrick cole um big sean like yeah but all those artists man in comparison to the old school counterparts it's 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 like saying well you have um you're gonna compare the new school to their old school counterparts, right? They didn't have the resources we have today. J. Cole and Nas, if Jake, you put Nas, you put J. Cole, you put Kendrick out when Nas first put out Illmatic, do you think they would move? 
I don't think so. Okay, so you're saying all things held considered equal. If J. Cole came out with Forest Hill Drive, which is his like Illmatic, mm-hmm. right? And um, Nas came out with Illmatic. In New York, same time frame. Mm-hmm. Illmatic would blow him out the box. Well, yeah. I'm saying, I mean, and like, it's not to diss J. Cole, it's not, but it's J. Not. Cole is, it's a generational dude. Like, he drew his inspirations from all these old school counterparts. That, but that's also because, like, what we're thinking of is, like, it's so hard to have genuine movements in hip-hop now because mm-hmm. everything is so, well, yeah. right? Well, yeah. So, like, before, like, they built, like, Nas's, like, build-up mm-hmm. was the most organic like thing that i could have ever heard heard of right mm-hmm. where it was like he did that um live at the barbecue yeah my architect pleases yeah. when i was hell i went to hell it was nothing dj that was the illest line yeah. ever people were like yo don't say it out loud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious so like when you heard illmatic how old were you when you heard, actually not how old are you but like was, how were you what did you feel like because how long did I it was, take to get down here i mean when it no it dropped like we knew Illmatic dropped. We had a release date out here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are we, I was like, are we wearing the same shoes? Is that uh, I almost wore the the other ones that resemble. Oh fuck! I, I was like, are we wearing the same shut fucking the shoes? Front. Yeah, but I have the golf versions. Yeah, wow, that's like, insane, bro. This, we're making magic happen right yeah, now, bro. This is if for y'all that don't know, our kicks are almost identical. I just have the golf version. Yeah, like I'm wearing shadow ones and he's wearing shadow one lows. Yeah. So. I love Golf that. Editions. Anyway, love so it. you so, said that you were aware of Nas. So we're aware of Nas, but you got, like, what was the question? Let me, let me. Like, Illmatic, like, how aware were you? So, I was, man, I was, I don't know what which school I was at, but that when that album dropped, people weren't ready. Like, this is where you had official hip-hop heads that knew. They, they were in the know. And it's, you walked around and you saw someone with baggy pants, you were like, yo, have you heard the new Nas? Yeah. And someone would be like, shut the fuck up. I got that shit right here. Like that? Yo, and you rocking it in your tape decks and some people make copies because they didn't want to fuck up the original. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you bought, like I worked at Specs at one mm-hmm. point and I had a homie, I had a, well, he became a homie because he showed up all the time, but he bought four copies of every album. He bought a CD and a tape to put away and then a CD and a tape to rock. Mm. Got, yo, if that dude is still around now, he has the illest the collection. Pur- he has a purple tape unopened. What? I, I put money on that right now. He has the purple tape unopened. I swear to God. That's how that's how that's how much money homie spent at the record store. Like he had multiple copies of that shit. Shit, man, that's awesome. And that was the first person that put me on it. I was like, bro, what are you doing? It's plastic. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro, listen, this, it's like, you you know that eight tracks and vinyl have value? These tapes are going to have value. And these hip-hop tapes are going to blow your mind when you get older. Watch. Yo, I'm seeing it now. The sound is so different. Yeah, yeah, but that's, you know, people, people glorify the static and all this stuff, and they love that old feel. But I mean, it's it's the tech that was around, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you you had if you if you heard right now someone's project on tape and it sounded the same, you'd think it's trash. Because you'd mm-hmm. be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But you listen to it, uh, someone like Nas could be like, "Yo, I'm doing it old school style." You everyone's gonna flip and love it. 
Yeah, I didn't realize this. Like the difference, because like, um, I what did I? I forget what C, the um, um, sorry, cassette I found, but I didn't realize that like previously artists used to do like um, your radio edit, mm-hmm. your single, the instrumental. Oh, and then you had the B side, and then you had the B side. Yo, big pun. But I don't understand. I don't want to be a player. That was a B side. What? That that was a B side on the vinyl. Yo, really? I don't want to be a player was a B-side. That was like a... Uh. Yo, people... Were, they were like, yo, if people feel it, like, people... Yo, cats will release records and be like, yo, this is the first... The side A is the shit. Side B is a, uh, If you dig it, play it. If you want to be a player, is, is was B-side. Fuck, man. I didn't know that. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. No, like, incredible. Yo, but, man... um, Damn, Tetris, we already run through an hour, homie. I know we we just went into like a I'm world saying, deep bag of like this is I love this it, yeah. when it comes down to like you know digging into the crates and and talking hip hop and talking music yo know, I think I feel like we could just keep going and going and going and yeah going. I, I don't I'm almost like one of those people that like in these interviews I almost never talk too deeply about myself so like force me so like well, if you have questions you want to talk about me <laughs> the project something I'm all for it bro well let's do this man um. What you got? What do you have out right now? And what do you have coming up? Cool, bro. So we got um, out of tokens. Um, that's still out. We're gonna be moving towards uh, rookie of the year. Um, we're gonna do like a friendsgiving tape called okay. like. So we have the dating in Miami coming. We have like uh, a, a Tetris friendsgiving mm-hmm. where it's like gonna be all features, just mm-hmm. like all random features, just different styles of music. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that come in and then the top of the year, we'll do rookie Dope. of the year. So right. just, we got a lot, a lot of music. Basically I took two years off to learn how to make, i learn how to rap. That's good though, man. Like I didn't want the biggest compliment someone can give you as an artist is that, like, you're getting better. Mm-hmm. Cause like you liking it is relative. You know what I mean? So exactly. like, um, if you hear my stuff and you're like, damn bro, you're really getting getting better mm-hmm. and like i'm starting to notice from artists like from shoddies or you know more established like people mm-hmm. it, that love hip-hop whenever i send them previews or send them tracks they're just like bro this is so much better actually fun story i know we're you know kind of pushing it but mm-hmm. i was talking to Mowgli about doing this record okay and um he was like he crucified me he was like yo honestly like I didn't like none of your old shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Mind you, before that, I had two songs with him already. Okay. Right? So he's like, yo, on some real shit, like, I didn't like none of your old shit. And I'm like, cool, bro. So I sent him, <laughs> he gave me, like, all, like a paragraph of, like, things that he thinks I should do better, right? From spacing, cadence, just yeah. you gotta get better, right? And I was like, all right, well, listen to this. And he's like, not gonna lie you're 50 times better than what you were. Like, I fuck with this now. And I was like, have people just been lying to my face? Oh, <laughs> like, man. Let me tell you. Telling me know. that I'm good and then, like, I've been trash this entire time? That's that's a curse, bro. There's This This is why it's important to never take yourself too serious. Because mm-hmm. people will hype you up, man. They will hype you the fuck up. And, it, and they don't, they're just doing it to, to make you feel all right. Mm-hmm. But it's good to have that kind of, that kind of cutthroat mentality, you know. Mowgli did you, he did you a favor by being that honest with you, man. Bro, I, I don't. The thing, even working with Beatwave and anyone, like mm-hmm. my goal is for you not to pacify me. It's not for you to tell me what's, 
what you what you think I want to hear. I was a lifetime athlete. I played college sports, so like I've never. And you know the and you know the talent Beatwaves played with. Yeah. So you know the talent everyone that you've dropped, every name that you've dropped has worked with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So it's like it's good that you're learning from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Shut so, the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up and listen. And go. And just yeah. go. Yeah. I, I tell Beatwave all the time in the studio. I'm like, this is not an opinionated sport for me. Mm-hmm. If you tell me. I need to do it better or we should add something or anything like that. Like I'm going to just follow it and it's worked for me. It's just yeah. like, I don't want to pretend to have an opinion on things that I have no control over. Right. Like, of course I can do the marketing, but I have a marketing person. I have H2O who's been working my, most of my publicist stuff. I've been doing all these things and I'm just like, I just keep working and working. You know what I mean? By the way, we have a show here at Kush. On Saturday, yeah, we here at House of Kush, bro. House of Kush. Shout out to Leo DBD. We're here at House of Kush. House of Kush. Recording live. That's why you hear all this craziness in the background, guys. Yeah, it's actually our, our fan club, guys. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. It's our fan club. No, not really. Jesus, ladies, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Well, Tetris, how? Um, before we we cut out and you tell us where to find you, mm-hmm. what are your top five MCs? Top five MCs. Now don't give me don't, don't I'm give gonna, me I'm anything gonna, anything that's that's I'm gonna a give top you, pop whatever. No, just, I'm gonna give you my favorite MCs. Okay, they right? could be they could be locals. Yeah, which okay. we already know will be shoddy. Yeah, I'm know. not I'm not telling I'm not putting shoddy in my top five. Right. I will punch I would rather punch myself in the face. Right. I've given him way too much love already. Um, I love you so much, shoddy. Yeah. Um, so my t- my favorite MCs that I consistently listen to all the time. All the time. Okay, um, Jay Z. Jay Z. Nas. Okay. Um, Kiss. Kiss the rock band. No, um, Jada Kiss. Okay. Um, Young Jeezy. Okay. And then last would probably be coming in like together would probably be Griselda. Okay. And um. Oh, what would be who else do I listen to like oh, every no. day? Come oh, on. Action Bronson. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like action. I I listen to action a lot, but be, it's also because like Jay Z for patterns because each mm-hmm. song he has a different rhyme pattern on it, yeah. right? So I listen to that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Nas because of like his delivery is rapid fire like mine. I get okay. a I take a lot from Nas. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd say Griselda just because of like their willingness to just be themselves. Okay. Right. Jeezy because I'm from Miami and I love that thump rattling shit. So like I listen to that shit all the time. Um, and then action is like, he's, he modernizes a lot of boom bap Mm -hmm. like traits, but turns them into sounds that sound very modern. So like I listen to all these people and I'm like, fuck, let's pull this. Let's pull. Okay. You know, like, Oh, this is where he breathed here. Like you, you, you draw know? that inspiration from different, different mm-hmm. all these artists, man. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to be great. So, like, if I gotta pull it from whoever, whatever, whenever, like, you're gonna do it. <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? We don't make excuses. This was up. You know, we don't cut corners. Like, this is gonna be the process. And sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Some days it sucks, mm-hmm. but like, I'm really just trying to be great, great, not. Just like better, but I'm. I really believe that if I you do the work every single day, mm-hmm. like you get to give yourself at least an opportunity for good things to happen to you, and that's what I'm at. Like I don't smoke, I don't drink, 
I don't have any distractions. Okay. I, all I do is just this, you know. So um, the focus is just every single day trying to be better than the last. Amen. That's great, bro. That's yeah, really yeah. good. So where can we find you on your socials, website, sure. all of the above? Sure. So the website is kingtetris.com. Shocking. I know. Kingtetris.com. And then um, all of my socials are everything on the website. But you can also find me at king underscore Tetris. Okay. Um, everywhere. Um, I'd be like the weird guy waving in every single picture. So, all right. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. We got. Um, we got. So, yeah. If, if everybody's. When is this coming out, by the way? Next week. Next week. So we, it'll, it'll miss the announcement for House of Kush performing on Saturday. Yeah. Are you gonna come? Are you being here? Are you gonna be around? Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. If you Hopefully. if you're around, come out and see the, the we call it the Tetris experience. Okay. So like, as calm and cool and polite I am right now, it mm-hmm. goes completely out the window when when it comes time to rhyme. So that that's a beauty. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. want to see that. Yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. Gonna check that out. You're gonna be here Wednesday or uh, Saturday. Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. right? At the House of Kush in Miami, Florida. We have a, a no love loss party going. H2O is hosting it. So that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, H2O, man. I'll tell you, I got a story for you. Okay, cool, H2O. man. I got. I don't know if I should even put it on the air like this, but don't do it, bro. Let it's, out. Let, it's let, too. It's too good. It's too good. <laughs> okay. It's hip hop moments, man. Hip hop. Well, at least for me, one of my that I used to do. Um, We'll leave it for another show, guys. But anyways. Um, that was a game of just the tip. I don't think they're going to like that. Okay. It'll just be like, hey, yeah, I'm playing with you, baby. Send me an email. Let me know. <laughs> let me know you want to hear this story. But either way, I got to drop that. I got definitely got to drop that story. Uh, yeah. I'll do it off the air. Yeah, um, but thank, either thank way, you man, so much for having me, bro. Man, thanks for coming out, bro. You know, I'm I know, some real hip-hop shit. You know? Thank you for 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 first sh- showing up at, at the radio station, 101.1 FM. He needs the box. bag, ladies and gentlemen. He needs Cal, the bag. The box. Get, <laughs> Cal, let go of that bag. Let me get that bag. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do, you know. And tell um, Brownie I'm upset that she didn't, couldn't, couldn't pop up. There you go. I'm taking sh- shots fired. I want you to put a little, like, kiss or uh, not a kiss, funk master. Burr, 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 burr. Right here, bro. This is out to Dre. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah. You heard it first. But... In any case, man, thank you so much for being part of the show today. Of course, today. man. Thank you. Um, man, you got to come back for another round. I'm whatever you. That's I mean, up. I'm up the street, so like. That's what's up, and then we gotta, you know, it's gonna turn into some hip hop shit. We should do I, like a round table type shit. I'm okay with that. Like I'm totally down if for that. I, there's two things I'm willing to talk about all the time, and that's like music and sneakers. I would, re- I could talk about that for uh, like decades bro bro that's a whole different episode yeah yeah <laughs> wait before before we we cut out like i was talking just so that way they know how much how cause we had an old miami i was telling people that jordans used to come out during the week they used to not come out on saturdays so like you could i used to go to school in flip-flops and uh-huh. go to mr r sports right oh, okay right there in downtown like where shoe gallery is do you, do you know what i'm talking R about sports mr r's was it did it replace shoe gallery no shoe gallery is still there but there's a sneak there was a sneaker spot like two blocks away okay and like you used to be able to go in there and like he didn't know sometimes what he had so sometimes we would go in there get harachis air max all that but you know what i mean before the resellers fucked the game up but like you used to be able to go in there with like two for a hundred dollars for air forces you know little things like that but blasphemous you know <laughs> people ain't that miami i'm really that miami that you know is what's what up man. that is what's up any shout outs um shout out to um let's see jason west in the gallery and the team shout out to the homies uh miami beat wave shout out to mighty healthy shout out to all the family all my brethren 
um, all the people supporting the, the vibes and energy and give you your flowers. Like I didn't, you guys are giving a platform to people who don't necessarily have one. So I, I really appreciate, you know, the movement and whatever you need to do to support, man. I'm all for That's it. Dope, man. I appreciate it. All right, and I appreciate you coming out. I appreciate the episode. Dre, get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So yeah. thanks so much for being part of the show, man. Keep in touch. Of course, of course. Uh, King Tetris, King underscore, underscore. Yeah, King Tetris. Tetris. Yeah. Find all his music everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Peace, blessings, all the above. I'm here rocking with the family at 305 Radio. I appreciate you for having me. Check, check. Peace. <laughs>